Hello, everybody. Welcome to Button Smash! Yeah! Yeah! What's going on in here, out there? Everyone tuning in live on Twitch.tv slash Matter, tuning into our VODs after the fact on YouTube at Rogue Matter. Everyone who's been listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everywhere you listen to a podcast, while you're on your way to work, while you're socially distancing at home, whatever you're doing, listening to us out there. What's up, everybody? Tonight on Button Smash, we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat! Yeah! <laughs> That was great. None of us did that in time, by the way. And now we're dinged. <laughs> DMCA! That was too good, Casey. Uh, so today, guys, <laughs> we're talking Mortal Kombat. We got some other topics along the way. What was that? Apparently, had a state of play. IGN bundles Mario Party. Whoa! Before we get into the, any of that good stuff, who do you think you are? Talking about the good stuff. We got Doc Chris. Hey, I'm good stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Speaking of stuff that we... Uh, we we got uh, Casey. It's a me, TV's Casey. Yeah. Don't forget, we also got the guy with the beard, the one you love, and that nice, nice sky blue hoodie. Look at him. Look at him. Look, look at this specimen. Look at all that is man. Look at this dude. Are you kidding me? Come on. Jay's Mac. Don't let your dreams be memes, kids. <laughs> hey, and I'm your host, Back in Funky Studio. What's going on, everybody? All right, so one of the uh, most anticipated video game movies of all time just dropped. Of all time, yes. Mortal Kombat 1995 was one of the greatest video game movies, in my opinion, to ever time. I remember when I was a kid uh, and I saw it, I couldn't stop watching it once it came out on VHS or played it over and over and over again. And since then, video game movies have tried to cement their place amongst the the, the, the stars on the silver screen, right? So we've got all these different Hollywood wigs who are like, hmm, people really like this uh, game, but people like this game, but what about this? Hmm, that's Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> well, those Mario <laughs> twins sure are the popular, aren't they? Twins. <laughs> those guys never existed. Uh, one of my favorite video game movies, maybe you guys want to guess, Silent Hill. Anyone? Yeah. Yeah. Eh. One of the best. Eh? What? Eh. What do you mean? Eh. What are you talking I never about? watched it. Eh. Lived in a basement for a while. <laughs> she was scary. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. But, um, but you can't <laughs> say it's, it's, eh. it's great. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a great movie. Anyway, fast it's forward to... It's appropriately disturbing. Oh, yeah. Definitely a movie. It's it's great, and, and and I do like how, and we'll go into this a bit later. Uh, when when Hollywood decides to make movies, the studio tries to compartmentalize, compartmentalize themselves uh, from the uh, game or the studio or the original creators to do their own thing. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. We shall see which one it's this is. So. Uh, when the trailer dropped for this new Mortal Kombat 2021, there was a few reactions across the internet. But I want to know, when that trailer dropped, before we get into the movie, what were your impressions of Mortal Kombat 2021? I mean, it was like, cool. It's a really fancy looking Mortal Kombat. Those guys fighting sure did look look great. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, right? My first impression when I saw the trailer was like, Another Mortal Kombat movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, ever since the one in 1995, the original one, like, they had Annihilation, and they had Mortal Kombat 2 and stuff like that, and they didn't really do as well. And I was like, okay, like, they'll, they'll take another stab at it, I guess, you know? We'll see. But then I saw the trailer. I was like, you know what? That actually looks kind of good. Like, you see Sub-Zero, like, raining down a bunch of ice on people and stuff. I was like, oh, he's going to be kind of uh, intense. All right. This might look a lot better with, you know, newer updated uh, VFX and stuff like that. Um 
So I was I was kind of excited, but I could I could have just like left it as is too and never seen it and probably been okay, you know. The VFX definitely are like pretty off the charts. I like will say they're regardless regardless of anything else I say about this movie, the video <laughs> the CG is pretty friggin' awesome. And we'll get I mean, into that. Uh Casey, what were your first impressions? Listen, I Mortal Kombat I feel like it keeps having these resurgences every couple of years, and it mm. has somehow managed to stay relevant for a very, very long time. Um, when I saw this, I was super jazzed because I was like, a Mortal Kombat movie that's actually good? Um, especially with how like insane and wild the lore has been, at least as of Mortal Kombat 11 and all the wacky time travel stuff they did in the game before that. Um, I just wanted to see what they would do with it. So I was all in from day one. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Uh, the, the story of Mortal Kombat, because uh, in the 1985 version, it was your, your typical like, like Mortal Kombat series opposed to what the games are doing now with like time travel, like Avengers level stuff. I mean, like the, 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 the stakes are huge. I mean, the, the stakes in Mortal Kombat were big, but now instead of like worlds being possibly dominated and destroyed, you've got like timelines, like whole dimensions whole yeah. of existence. Like they really up the ante. But uh, yeah, so uh, when I when I first saw the trailer, I thought, yeah, um, I like I like uh, the production value, I like what's going on here. It looks like it has a serious tone. There's some jokey stuff in there with Kano, and I thought, okay, like th th this studio is really really going for we're gonna break the stigma of video game movies. Maybe that's not what they set out to do. But when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh man, uh, I kind of like what's going on here. I like mm -hmm. the tone, I like the characters, the costuming look look, look pretty good as far as an advertisement for a video game movie goes your general audiences i think were intrigued i mean when i was talking to some people out in the street uh people who don't even even you know aren't even into video games those kind of people uh were like hey uh that Mortal Kombat movie looks pretty interesting i saw the trailer pop up on my feed randomly like is it gonna be good i'm like I don't, we'll have to see i don't know but hey your average joe your general odd was like hey uh this looks pretty cool you know because uh they sell it as this this concept that you can kind of uh uh, you kind of kind of grasp, which is the story. So the story for this movie, um, you have your <laughs> my god! All right, so <laughs> already laughing about it because yeah. you know how dumb it is. It's so you stupid. You know how stupid it <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. So for anyone doesn't know, Mortal Kombat in general, the, the story is uh, there's a tournament that takes place. It's, it's kind of it's kind of a throwback to your old school like Bruce Lee stories, like your Fight Island. You're you're go through this tournament, fight, win. But if fight you win. Island. Yeah, but like Island, yeah, but if you fight and win, <laughs> Earth doesn't get invaded. There's another realm uh, ruled by emperors and demons and stuff. It's it's crazy. And if they win uh, ten tournaments in a row, they get to dominate whatever realm. And it happen Earth happens to be on the top of the table. It's like <laughs> Jeff's kiss. Uh, as Kevin Smith likes to say, uh, <laughs> of, of, of all the dimensions. Um, so we follow this guy, Cole Young. He's he's in our, you know, well, this all takes place in our present time. Right? Uh, <laughs> we follow Cole Young, new to the series, and he gets uh, thrown into this world of Mortal Kombat. He has a birthmark he can't really explain. But it turns out it's not really a birthmark. <laughs> and before you know it, he's being told that he's chosen for a tournament that was being investigated by some U.S. special forces. Uh, and in which they give us an exposition dump about how, you know, we need to win this fighting tournament. They're being going after it. Um, it's, it's helmed by these elder gods and this evil dark sorcerer magician who has won nine of these things already. So the tenth one coming up. 
Uh, if they lose that, then Earth is doomed. So we have to assemble our own forces and fight against them. And our boy Cole Young is uh, taking us through the world of Mortal Kombat. Now, there's a lot of... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mix up some of the points here. There's a lot of characters involved in this uh, in this story. And it might have been too much for first-time director Simon McQuaid to do. So Simon McQuaid is a director of this thing, right? He directed one thing back in 2014. Somehow jumped in the TARDIS. Jumped to now. And he's helming Mortal Kombat. I'm like, what? Bro, it's all about who you know. Now what you know, right, Simon? <laughs> right, Simon McQuaid? <laughs> But, um, oh, man, listen, listen, I think as far as overall, and I want to get you guys overall opinions before we dive into the nitty, 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 gritty. I think overall, I the think. The nittiest of gritty. The nittiest of gritty, boy. I think overall, <laughs> I'm going to pass it off to you guys after this, uh, that this is a good proof of concept. Is it a good movie? I think it's a good, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's a really good concept car. Is what this is. I, I I think if this is a group project, I think this is the good draft you show it to your professor or teacher before you hand in the final group project, right? You're like, all right, we've mm. all been working on this thing, okay? We have some effects, we got some directing, we got some editing, we got this and that. Here we go. If I if I was a student, if I was ahead of this thing, if I was in charge of putting this thing out, I'd be like, okay, good. This is good proof of concept. Where's the actual movie? And if the group is like, no, no, wait, this is the movie, I'm like, all right. <laughs> Get out of my office. Really now, guys. Come on. <laughs> Turn around. Where? <laughs> really, where is the movie? This is a good proof of concept because, oh, man, I, as much as I was entertained the first time I watched this thing, granted, the first time I watched this thing, I had a couple Guinnesses, I had a couple White Claws. I, I, I was feeling pretty good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was feeling pretty good. Beforehand. I made it awesome. up beforehand. I may have a lot of food in my belly. I was feeling pretty good. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Second time watching it, I put the little critique hat on, and I was like, hmm, I've made a huge mistake <laughs> in my general. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the story and the characters of, of this uh, hodgepodge, this soup, this gumbo we call Mortal Kombat. Guys, did the oral story of <laughs> this Mortal Kombat, it's not Mortal Kombat, us following Cole Young, who is the vehicle into this story, right? And the other story of Sub-Zero and Scorpion have their own. Like, did, did, did this work for you guys? What, what, what was your overall take? You know, your your buddy comes up to you, your neighbor comes up to you, like, hey, Mortal Kombat, what you, what you got going on? What do you think? Looks like Jay wants to take it first? Yeah, yeah. take it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's two different stories, man. It's a, it's a tale of two cities kind of in this situation, right? <laughs> It was the best of times. It was the fatality of <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, no babalities in the entire movie, right? Spoiler alert. Uh, I was disappointed right off the get-go. No, um, it you know, the story opens up really well with the story between Scorpion and Sub-Zero. I liked that beginning. That was cool. Um, I was confused as to why Sub-Zero may have been a bad guy. You know, Sub-Zero's famously kind of a neutral, you know, party in this situation. Not the first one. Not the first one. He's always an asshole. Yeah, he's always well, he's an asshole. But is he bad? Yes. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He is. I mean, do you call the murder of an entire group of people bad? Depends on what side you're on. I didn't read the book. Sorry. <laughs> what is this? The Empire. <laughs> okay. The Empire so, brings the, order the to the galaxy. Materials. Yeah, but no. So I don't know. Like I was, I was taken, I was taken back by that a little bit, and maybe I just remember it differently. You know, uh, Mandela effect, if you would. Uh, sure. But. Uh, 
they jump into the the Cole story and I'm like, okay, yeah, this guy, like, who is he going to be? Is he going to be the reincarnation of Scorpion or is he going to, you know, and turns out he's somebody else and somebody that I don't think we've ever seen before. Um, and it, it just kind of, it just kind of blew up from there and then kind of fast forwarded almost. I was like, oh, the, the movie's just picking right up, which I kind of like in a way, you know, when the yeah, movie just doesn't get right to it. Don't fucking waste my time. They're not wasting any time. They kind of just dive right into it and explain what's happening, you know, and they do allow a little bit of time for some things to develop and build. But um, and they didn't they didn't hesitate at all. They didn't build any characters or anything like that. Not that we really need that. We know what the story is. You know what I mean? The video games, so it gives a lot of lore behind the video game. But um, I don't know. I could have used a little bit more, I guess, especially if they're, you know, changing some aspects of it. But um, yeah, like I like. Sergio said, man, this is a hodgepodge at first, you know, and you're like, what is actually going on in this movie? What's happening? Um, I think I enjoyed it overall, though. Uh, I don't think I I necessarily hated it, but it was just one of those like, OK, like this is an entertaining movie. You know, it had some of the, the goofy quips in there. It had some of the uh, the finish hymns and the, the flawless victories in there. So I was like, OK, <laughs> they said the thing. They said the thing. Okay, <laughs> no, I get it. So much of that DiCaprio like. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, now, before we get to Casey's overall, because I can hear him seething through his breath. <laughs> I've had a difficult time with this film. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Let me get Chris's overall. Then I'm gonna hop to Casey because I can hear just the the the, the build up. The God, like he's channeling his freaking key or what do they call him here? The Aramabe, the Ar, the Armani, the the Umami, whatever, <laughs> whatever they called it in this movie. What's up, to So. They do have reptile in it. Remember, I had talked about this a couple episodes back, and I was like, "Dude, they better have reptile, and he better not be a fucking lizard." You know what I mean? He better be. He better be like a ninja that has a lizard face at most, right? Not and it was just. It was just a lizard. It was just a lizard person. You know, it was. He was just... an enemy from Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was. Oh, pretty oh, much. No. Uh, uh, Chris, so your your buddy comes up to you. He's like, "Yo, Chris, what's going on, man? Hey, the Mortal Kombat movie. What's uh, what's what's your overall, man?" So let me tell you how I actually watched this movie because I got a text from one of my bandmates saying, yo, did anyone watch the Mortal Kombat movie? And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it in the next few days. And he's like, I need to rant about how bad this movie is. Let me tell you, as much as I like watching movies that I enjoy, um, sometimes I just like watching movies that are terrible. Mm -hmm. um, so I would got really excited to watch this movie, like going in thinking this is going to be bad. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint on that level. At all. It was so bad. Um, first of all, it had the pacing of a children's movie ever. It was just like whipping through 8 million miles a minute. Um, when Sonya Blade comes in in less than two minutes into her screen time, she gives like a five minute nonstop exposition about everything. Um, and they keep talking about this tournament but then the tournament never actually really happens. They're like, we're going to get to these guys before the tournament. Mm. So the tournament never actually happens. They just like randomly fight. Uh, also, nothing about the story, nothing that happens in this story happens besides the fact that people are fighting. Like there is no, there is no plot to this movie besides, hey, there's a big tournament. That spoiler doesn't actually happen. And people just fight. Like there's no relationship between the different characters. Like even the beginning, the most interesting thing was that, that opening scene, Sub-Zero Scorpion fight. And the two of them fight, but that like could have not been about us. Like they could have been like I don't know, warring factions or something. Yeah, uh, which is what but it is. everything about this movie was about the fact that they just want to fight. There was no no interaction between like any of the characters. Um, and uh, I made a joke a couple of weeks ago. How I was like, wouldn't it be funny if they make Scorpion the good guy? 
and then they kind of just make Scorpion <laughs> the good guy in this. Yeah. But he comes in at the end like a friggin' Deus Ex Machina, just like out of nowhere. Like there's no buildup to it. There's no talking about like your like I see your your ancestry. You come from a long line of warriors. It was like 12 seconds before that, and all of a sudden, bam, Scorpion shows up out of nowhere. Why? Because. Yeah. Because they needed Scorpion to have another big fight. The movie opens and closes with a Scorpion fight. Um, yeah, I did not like this movie. Um, I, 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 the Sub-Zero VFX were fucking mind-blowing, and they were gorgeous and awesome, and all the props in the world to you. It was fun watching that, um, but just... I had a hard time seeing what was going on. There were so many freaking quick cuts in this movie. It was like I had a hard time following one fight because there almost never was one. Fight. It was like maybe like three scenes that were like one fight and everything else was like there's eight people fighting right now and we're just going to keep cutting between them. Um, so um, I did not enjoy this movie. Uh, in my opinion, it is the same thing as the 95 version, just with a fresh set of paint and all of the 90s like stereotypes are removed from it it's the same movie some of the characters are shifted around but besides that it's the exact same movie End yeah. of rant. and rant there's, and there's there's a few things i want to touch on when we go back into the nittiest of greetings because i agree with a lot of <laughs> i agree with a lot of that especially that, yep. that 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 uh sonia blade exposition exposition dub let's go back to that but casey yo your board comes up like casey my man that mortal Kombat movie yo what's 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 good with that yo let me tell you something this is the best video game movie i've ever seen because it's straight up pure video game from beginning to end. Have you seen mm. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is not based on a video game. It is based on a comic book that became a video game. That is one video game ass movie. So regardless of that. what came first, it's the if most you, video game listen, movie. Okay, if you consider Scott Pilgrim a video game movie, then I would give it to Scott Pilgrim. I do. But Anyways, go on. In terms of a property purely based on a video game, Mortal Kombat. Um... I'm going to get my biggest grievance out of the way first, and I feel like this has not escaped a lot of critics' notice. Um, there's no tournament in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, it's weird because, you know, Mortal Kombat's a tournament. A bunch of guys gather around from a bunch of different realms, and they fight for control of the realms in a tournament. But the plot of this movie is the agents of Shang Tsung are cheating before the tournament even begins, which I mean, as far as bad guys go, you don't get much better than that. Like, Hmm. Okay. We have a tournament coming up. We've won nine in a row, but let's just make sure we win the 10th one by cheating before it even starts. Right. That's a better sequel. That's a better sequel premise. The first one, you have the tournament. The second one, the guys that lost are mad and trying to cheat their way through. You know, it's yeah. funny. It's funny that you say that because so much, so much of this movie is built up where it's almost like an 80s karate movie. <laughs> oh, for real. You have like the obvious good guys and the obvious bad guys and your obvious turncoat. Like there's nothing in this movie that should surprise you at all. Um even Goro going out like a punk bitch. Like I saw I that know dude it, it's, 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 fight at all. it's so ridiculous. But uh in the nineties he got punched in the balls and that was it. And here, I mean good lord. Anyway. Um well, doesn't he have four balls? Oh no it's arms. He listen, who's who's to say? It's a lot of arms. All right. Uh, <laughs> this movie's got a lot of great stuff going for it. I think for a cast that's primarily consisted of 
I would say, relative unknowns. Um, except for the guy who plays Scorpion, of course. He's been in a bunch of things. He's like a fairly prolific Japanese actor. Hiroyuki Sonata, legend. Hey, thank you. Um, you, you know, some some fans might recognize him as the Japanese mafia guy who Hawkeye fought at the beginning of Avengers Endgame. Wasn't uh, he in Westworld uh, season two as well? I think. I, yeah, I believe. Oh yeah, so. he's he's been in a lot. Last Samurai, Forty Seven Ronin. Yeah. Like he's he's a legend. But yeah. uh, anyway, um, I like that they that they give the characters a surprising amount of depth in a movie that has no reason to give anybody depth and could just be about fights. Um, what depth? What do you mean? What depth? There was no depth. They all get like tell... little. They get like little baby. Wait, wait. We'll, 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 we'll get into it. Let's let's hear his overall first. Okay. okay. Over, overall, in, in I feel like I'm going on too long, but overall, I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I thought the action was great. I thought their bullshit hand wavy explanation for why everybody has superpowers was great. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, it's like, oh, it's just magic, but sometimes it takes the form of technology, and it's like, <laughs> okay, I guess it's like, yeah, go with it. The, they have the mystic birthmark, a magic tattoo that can transfer between people. Like, there's so much schlock in this movie. It's like. As soon as I was done with this movie, I told my friends, not you guys, my other friends. I do have other friends outside of the show, believe it or Lies. not. Lies. Um, I huh? know. <laughs> I told them it's like if somebody shot a movie in the 90s with modern day cameras. Yes. Mm. That's exactly what this movie is. I have that same thought sometimes, but I was like, what if I time traveled with real guns to the American Revolution? What kind of carnage could I create? It's just a weird thought. I'll probably get locked up one day. Keep going, Keith. I have the same thought, but with like ancient Egypt. Oh, even yeah. further. Mm. Okay. Oh, that Check was it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this movie, Mortal Kombat, it, it's it's such it's such a crazy bag of cats, and and I wonder. I mean, we, we've got a, a couple different uh, screenwriters here, but I believe that the lead screenwriter, this is his first big movie. It, it's so crazy. I don't know who's in charge of putting people in charge. But you have a director who this is his first movie since <laughs> 2014. You've got a screenplay writer who there's nothing on his IMDb except for this. And you have another <laughs> screenwriter who also has like mediocre movies under, under their belt. It's as if whoever was in charge of like, here's money for the movie, make this movie was like, I don't care about video game movies. Just make me one. Here are some people that we can get for cheap. Here's a budget of like 50, 50, 50 million dollars, which showed except for the special effects were, were pretty good and have that at Haas because there are times in this movie where things don't make sense and the things that you like don't last for too long and i just want to speak really quickly professionally about the editing in this movie which is piss poor to terrible it's so mm. bad <laughs> as someone someone who works professionally as an editor oh my I, I need to talk to i need to find out like the names of these guys who edited this movie and i would love to talk to them like let's have like a like an off you know camera zoom call let's let's let, let's let, let's talk about it let's guys have a fist fight in a parking lot yeah or... yeah i think i believe it's it's either like it's like one or two guys but i want to know if it's Warner brothers from feed or something like that like is there like a snyder cut version of this movie and they needed to like boil it down to an hour was there like a two hour three hour version of this thing and the wb was just like hey we need to cut this thing down this is way too stupid i don't get what's going on because i'm old and terrible uh, <laughs> Let's start a hashtag and just get really angry and force them to. Yeah, it's so submit. ridiculous because because I mean yeah. just 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 like 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 speaking professionally as I'm like watching this movie, it's it's so breakneck pace and so ridiculous. Like there are times where in editing you have to let the scene breathe, you have to let characters do the thing, you have to let it just play out, and they would cut so many times, just just like in a conversation, in a conversation or just like one thing happening, right? Like, like there was uh, the moment between um, Luke Kang and. 
Kano. Liu Kang is flexing. He's about to fight Kano. And there's like all these like different weird cuts between their conversation. And him. I'm like, what's happening here? Um, when when uh, Shang Tsung and Raiden are talking the first time, you know, they walk up to each other. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I have to say, I, I, I do like uh, the guy uh, who played Shang Tsung. Uh, what's his name? He is. He's good, but he's not as good as the the original guy. Who's I, I I will say that the the OG is, is the OG, and I do put so, some of the onus on on the screenplay writers and the director because some of these characters don't have good things to say, and the direction I, I think is terrible. But I liked him. I also liked how drippy he looked. He looked like an old Chinese emperor. Like I, lo- I loved mm. how when he walked up to yeah. Raiden for, for 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 the first time, he was just like, "Ooh, we are here, bro, uh, just to take over the realm." And Raiden's just like, "No, you can't. It's you can't have a battle yeah. before no, world bitch. combat." And uh, and Shang Tsung's just like, "Well." The elder gods are too dumb and too stupid to do anything about it. And who's going to stop me? Also, these are your fighters. I'm not impressed. You broke motherfucker. Look how he's broke. <laughs> he was Y'all, talking so much shit. Bro, he was talking so... I, I, I just love how... Anyway. Yeah, dude. I just oh love how, how drippy and like... Because he, he was like an all black, like silk with a gold inlay. He's like, y'all broke earth warriors. Mm, look at my people. We rich. <laughs> we are draped in black and gold. And, mm, I'm not impressed, Raiden. All these broke boys and broke girls out here. <laughs> I was like, every time you watch this scene, he had a presence, I thought. But yeah, the editing, breakneck pace. You have to let scenes breathe. You have to let characters breathe. You have to let scenes play out. There was a huge push for actors for this movie to know some form of martial art or to have some kind of like martial arts background training, right? They all talk about it. The director talks about it. The, the director wanted a lot of in-camera stuff. There's, there's, there's very few things. I'll give Simon McQuaid. The director, but one of the things is he wanted his actors to be able to get into the shit, right? And that's one thing I, I do like about this. But man, when you guys make so many cuts during some of the fight scenes, it's just like, what's the point? What's you the point? You miss all of it. Yeah, you miss all of it. There's there's no point. I mean, there, there's so many times where these characters who do have a martial arts back, like the guy who plays uh, uh, Cole, uh, Cole Young, right? Louis Tan. He's an actual martial artist. And you guys cut so many times while he's fighting. What's the point? There, there's the first time he 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 uh, he goes up against uh, Sub Zero, uh, Joe Taslim, which I thought was good. There's so many cuts between hits. I'm like, yo, what's the point, Simon? Dude, that Sonia Molina fight is literally nothing but cuts. It's nothing. Yeah. But, oh my it's, god, it's, nothing but it, it cuts. Was, it was the hardest thing to watch. It, it was. It was. It was so bad. It's just like, it, well, what's the point of your characters and your actors doing the thing if you're not going to let them do the thing? If you're not going to give us like like a nice wide shot or or let it breathe, if you're going to cut back and forth. Because yeah, during that yeah. fight, there was like hit, cut, hit, cut, hit, cut, and I'm like, damn, what? Where the hell? Okay, like, the, and again, first time I watched this, I, I was I was liquored up. All right, I had some beer, yeah. I had some claws, and I was just like, <laughs> it was kind of, I was just like, hit. <laughs> it's cutting so there much. No wind up. There was literally no wind up in this movie. It was nothing but just cuts to the hits. Yeah, it's and 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 if you look at, I mean, Jackie Chan has a freaking YouTube video about that yeah. from the '90s about how you, yeah. you, you like you, how you do hits, how you do martial arts movie. It's 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 so crazy. But uh, even even like the, the 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 like as much as there's bad stuff to say about some of the like Netflix Marvel move like shows like in in how rough some of that stuff looked, it at least looked like raw and real. Uh, like th- those fights that that they put, especially in Daredevil, um, like you saw the yeah. one. Like a lot of that was that let that fight breathe. It was just like you know one shot, and you have them do a few moves, and then you cut to another angle where again they get a couple moves, but it feels so much more raw than this. 
Yeah, I mean, just look at uh, 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 Captain America: Winter Soldier. Between oh, yeah. s- between s- s- uh, s- Steve Rogers not in his suit, just on the street, and the Winter Soldier, that is a crazy. I watch that fight every so often because that's how you do it, right? You had trainers train these two guys, all right, for 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 months and months, and then in camera, they had granted there were cuts, but they had segments where they held it, where they showed Chris Evans, where where, where you know they, they showed the Winter Soldier do their thing, right? Like uh, you know, like he he, he was doing his knife twirling. They had kicks, they had punches, but you saw the visceral like impact you saw the wind up and everything um so in, in mortal Kombat, there's there's a ton of different characters in this movie and a lot of them did not work for me but uh, even though we're speaking a lot of negatives uh the ones that did work for me and uh i, I really liked uh max wong as kung lao like kung lao is one okay. of my like, a bias one of my favorite characters in mortal Kombat. like his moves looked like his moves in the game like his kicks his punches yeah, they, they, they even did his teleport yeah. once his teleport thing yeah yeah once so I was like, "What the hell?" Uh, I, and, and I did, and I did like how they treated like the, the hat. It was like an old, uh, like 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 kung fu movie. I forget where they get it from, but there was like an actual like, like kung fu movie where there's a hat that can like slice you up and stuff like that. And I really did like uh, because that's, that's where that comes from. And I really liked how they, they treated that. Uh, Ludi Lin. I had as, no as, idea that was a real thing. I thought that was just made up. No, no, no like yeah, and, and, monk. yeah, yeah. Like it comes from like like an old school thing. It's crazy. Uh, but what did you guys think of Liu Kang? Because okay, ninety five Liu Kang was the main dude. Now you have Liu right. Lin coming in here. Robin Liu Chow. Kang. He's the uh, man. Yeah, I don't know. He was just kind of whiny in this. <laughs> yeah, he had like no confidence. Uh, he was just so like, whiny, even though he was like able to throw fireballs for scene. Right, he's you like, know? A, he's like, I've trained my entire life here, but um, I guess if you guys want to come hang out, um, I got this cave over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's like, yeah, I'm nothing, but my cousin's cool. the best, and like, I'm really not that great, you know. But he's got a cool hat. Yeah, as opposed <laughs> to like the '95 where he was like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fight anything. someone. It's great. Yeah, um, I did. Can we my talk about how Raiden uh, was like too much of a bro? A like bro? he was like. Uh, he was, like, I mean, much... have you seen Christopher Lambert as Raiden? He's Listen, fairly broish. I know, but I, I, I like half expected him to like you know friggin' put up his lightning wall and just be like, dude, that was weird. Like he just like didn't seem I don't know he didn't seem like the guy in charge. He was just like the Agreed. the guy that put up the wall. Anyways, um, compare yeah. <laughs> also wasn't a very like strong presence um yeah. which was stupid because he was doing he really didn't have a strong stuff. presence no he didn't feel i didn't feel safe with that version of raiden i felt no. safe with the other version chris lambert yeah yeah papa, papa raiden papa raiden I felt yeah safe no, 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 like yeah no i, I agree like this uh this this version of raiden i mean also it, it's just so weird like his character he barely did anything he yes. didn't want to interfere, but also he did interfere. He can teleport yeah. people anywhere, which that's still technically not interfering, but he still could have set things up better. Uh, yeah, his character didn't have a presence. I felt like I felt more of a presence of Shang Tsung in the room than I did yep. from Raiden. And also, just so special effects-wise, I know this movie has a small budget, but there are good special effects and there are bad. Why, if Raiden is a god, does he have pupils in his eye? They, it, like, you guys should just get, like, go to the guys from, like, Corridor Crew, all right? I don't know how much they charge, but, like... Raiden's eye effects were bothering me, man. I'm like, they, they look so the cheap. I'll do for 80 bucks. King. They yeah. can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, so some of the effects here, I mean, it, it, it looked really odd. Whoa. I mean, why does this look so cheap? Speaking of effects, man, Kano's eye, like, that that's, was, yeah. that's all it was, dude? Like, that thing's supposed to be bionic. That, they didn't that even give him a prosthetic. It was that's weird. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's, that, that's really weird to me. Like, that's supposed to be... 
his eye's supposed to be ripped out. He's supposed to be fitting it in with something else. They did that for Jax's arms. They could have done it for him. You know what I mean? And then they could have had the same thing where that developed into as a con, right? But it's just really weird that they did that. He was my favorite character in this entire movie, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. I think he was a perfect asshole through the whole oh, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's you loved he's the him. entire he was... reason Johnny Cage isn't in this movie. Yeah. Because he's too funny on his own. True. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. think a, I don't think a modern audience would be able to hand that much funny in a movie. No, yeah, no, true. The the, the, <laughs> the, the, the director and the uh, screenwriter uh, Greg Russo. Hey Russo, hey. Uh, they actually said that Johnny no Cage. Yeah, right. <laughs> like they said that uh, in interviews that Johnny Cage would have been too much with Kano in there. Like it would almost have been the quote unquote same character. And I was just yeah. like, all right, well, then don't write Kano like that. Write Johnny Cage like that. Put Johnny Cage in the movie because he's one of the original seven. You like, know what probably happened is they probably cast this actor and they're like, oh, my God, he's fucking hilarious. Like, we have to we have yeah. to let this guy shine. That's good. reason. It's, it's like what they did to Hemsworth as Thor. Like, after a while, they're just like, oh, my God, we can't have him keep playing like this serious character. Like, he's just too funny. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. That's how it seemed to me. Um it's those Australians, man. Yeah, <laughs> straight. Yeah, yeah really no, no, that's, like... a, that's, that's, that's a really good reasoning. Uh, so, uh, moving on, what did you guys think of, of Sub Zero, our, our main boy in this movie, pretty much? I didn't, I didn't like him. Like, really? Real quick, I know. Yeah, Talk I didn't like him. Um, I think he was too just. <laughs> he was too cold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was not. Da, 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 and that's Stop. our show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think he was just like. Like I guess he's supposed to not have much of a personality, but no like, substance. No substance. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's go. Oh my god. Uh, You're welcome, folks. These are the jokes. <laughs> my heart, my heart can't take another cold pun. <laughs> Chill out. Oh. Anyways, go ahead, Jay. Well, there, there's George someone who's going to listen back to this and, and just and just just run into the traffic, just just cannonball, just <laughs> dive out of just dive out of a plane with no parachute. Like I can't turn better than the Mister Freeze yeah. puns though in that Batman movie. That's true. Anyway, I, I love at least Mister Freeze had a personality and wasn't just a friggin' like wa- like just a wall of ice. That's what he was, was. He was like like uh, Sub Zero in this one. Basically, he, he was basically he was Jason Voorhees. That's basically yeah. what yeah. Sub Zero was. Yep. Yeah, movie. he was just too quiet for me. That's all it is. Is that he was just too quiet and like. Him just walking and I don't know, man. He it just bothered me. Like I feel like he needed to say more, be a little bit more, like animated, if you would, you know. But he was just the ice guy, and he didn't like throw a, sh- a shard of ice at anybody necessarily to freeze them, like you can in the video game. Yeah. You no, know, he had to have contact with you. I didn't like that. I wanted him to freeze somebody, pick them up, and then slam them on the ground, and they shatter into Ooh. a billion pieces. That he didn't did, happen. They did do the the thing with Jax's arms. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah. That so took he like did five that. minutes. He, 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 he did shoot one ice ball at, at Liu Kang when, when they first met when the, when the, they were in, in, the, in the temple. And he did do an ice clone at the end of the movie when he fought Scorpion. Yep, he did. Although, the, again, the cut was very quick, and you, if you blink, you miss it. Yeah, Literally. you almost yeah. didn't notice it. Like, yeah, you, you almost didn't notice it. But, there but, was yeah. so many awesome friggin' like, – there were so many good, like, quick moments that were callbacks to the video game, like, directly out of it. I, yeah. Like, I will give it that. All, like, the, that fati- all the fatalities are shot, shot out of the games. Yeah. yeah, that was one thing that the movie like insisted on delivering on, um, and I'm kind of glad that they did because I mean that's the whole thing that really sets Mortal Kombat aside from you know your Street Fighters and your Tekkens and everything else is that you have a way to brutally like finish off your foe. I mean, it, it made so national news. It made people hate video games for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah a lot of the mainstream. Uh, what you guys think of Sonya Blade? 
Yeah. Wasted. Like they didn't do anything with the character besides I want to fight. And she I'm didn't here. do the handstand like uh leg grab leg grab thing. Um you know, and like slam anybody to the ground and break their neck. I didn't I was like, where was that? And, and also did, did anybody else think it was kind of weird that she was the only one with, with without a mark and she kept she kinda kinda kept being shunned until the end. I'm like, this is weird. What are you guys doing? Well, yeah, here? until she until she killed Kano for Well, they it. made a yeah. point to say that, that Kano also killed somebody who had yeah. the mark. I mean, yeah, that was dumb. But they didn't like so the but problem also, was they just said it and they just said it, but they didn't build upon it. It was like, like it was just like, oh, she's over here, and then all of a sudden she was like, Okay, I I guess I like Yeah, they, they I, did that I for killed Jax. him, so I have it now. They did that for Jax too. Like we don't know who he killed. Like, did he kill Blanca or like you know what I mean? <laughs> Blanca. <laughs> no, not Blanca, Baraka. Sorry. Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm mixing up my Hopping up franchise. Spider games. That's awesome. Did, yeah. did, did, did he yeah. kill Eddie Goro? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he killed Vega. Like it would have been different if, like, if they they spent uh, like more time like exploring the fact that like she's she's there and she's been working for like towards this basically her whole life, but she can't because she doesn't have the mark. Like they didn't really dwell on it too much. They just shit on her like the whole time. It was like cool. Wh- why? Yeah. Like, like do either but do something though? with it or don't do something with it. Like don't acknowledge it or have her fight i don't know one of the 80 people that show up and have her defeat them and then she gets it before she gets in but yeah. it was just like a waste yeah it was, was a whole plot point of them doing the whole mark thing aside from like, i don't know why copying it from mortal kombat annihilation which is a terrible movie like i think everybody on the movie back in the day was on drugs when they made it uh it, it was it was oh, just a, it's a really it's a really, like a really odd choice it's like oh we have these mark like the marking things i think is really dumb that's a plot device that can just go away these are the fighters who have to come together to to defend earth and they're the only ones standing there and if they they don't do it nobody else will i think that that would show them more as earth heroes yeah. than they were just chosen from birth or that you kill someone and then this marking transfers to you so wait are the elder gods doing this is this some kind of like serendipitous thing i think right. it'd be better if, if 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 you know i mean you have like two like special forces people you got koyo for whatever reason i mean we'll go to that in a second uh and then you know yeah. they, they eventually end up at this place where it's like we are the ones who have to defend earth because right. nobody else will and like we have the ability it's, it's like, like we what, what, are the champions yeah Luke it's Kang. Could and have been we'll a scout. Keep on fighting to the, the end. The movie could have been <laughs> Luke Kang going around the world trying to find like champions and, yes. and running into these people yeah, and doing that. Cool. And then you know, eventually they get to a tournament that again never happens in this movie. So no tournament in this movie. Yeah, uh, it, it, it would have been amazing if uh, you know, kind of like you know, like if they even started the movie off with like you know, uh, like Luke Kang having like like a fight training sequence, kind of like uh, Bruce Wayne in the in in the Batman Begins movie. You know, he's out there with Robert, with uh, with Rashad Ghoul. He's training something like that. Except here, he's training with Raiden. He finds his arcana, which is another stupid thing. Uh, and, and then and then after that, you know, he's sent by Raiden to go out and find these fighters. You know, some of them being reluctant, some of them being like, oh, I don't believe what's going on here. As opposed to we have Cole Young. And Cole Young is, is the main guy here. And no smoke on Lewis Tan. I hear he's good in a bunch of other properties. I hear there, there's, there's <laughs> a series. Did not see it here. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear there's a, there's a show on Netflix he's, he's really good on. I mean, this might come down to the bad writing in this movie and, and the direction, right? Because I, you give us a main character who is supposed to be the vehicle for the audience, right? The director, uh, <laughs> director again, Simon, and the studio felt like this is a lot, a lot of mumbo jumbo to get general audiences into because you know when when you make a movie, you got to think about the general audience because how are they going to understand all these like different kinds of characters and people without a vehicle to put them through? Wait a minute, how do audiences grasp 
Guardians of the Galaxy with a freaking talking raccoon, a green princess lady, a walking like, gun, get it, a talking tree, and people liked it. Yeah, like, are you kidding me? I mean, people. I mean, I mean, let's not even cap. People had no idea what Guardians was. I didn't read the comics. I had, I had no idea. And when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, I don't know what this is. I'm a general audience member in that aspect, and I went in just fine. I went in just fine. People are a lot smarter than I think studios give them credit for. I don't think we need a Cole Young. And then what they give us was a very boring, very droll like character. And I feel sorry for Louis Tan. It's just like, my guy, yeah. I hear you're getting other stuff, man, but this movie does not he was do any fine. for you. He just didn't have anything interesting to do. Or, I, thought, or, I thought for what it was, for what he what they gave him to do, he was perfectly adequate. He literally, had, no... he literally had plot armor. Like literal plot armor. Yeah, <laughs> literally had plot armor. Plot yeah. armor. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. dude. And that was it. And then it I was thought like it was a, a cool power. It's fine. It's it charges, yeah, like uh, from the love of my family. I grow all armor and <laughs> Tonfa is like what? Whatever. Okay, whatever. And and the whole like like listen, we can cut Through out the, the uppercut. Yeah, we can cut out the whole thing. Like the again, the general audiences thing. It's just like don't don't do that to people. The whole family thing. Again, the CEO of who cares. The family dynamic that that can be cut out. Movie is still the same because it starts off with amazingly with the whole. Uh, like so Scorpion and Subdera thing, right? The Shira Ryu and and the um, and uh, what's what's it called? The uh, uh, yeah, 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 and, and the, the Lin Kuei. These seem like two. Okay, so I saw that that, that James Wan, who did Fast and Furious movies, he did Aquaman, he's he's, he's done some really good horror movies. I hear that he also kind of like pr- pr- produced some stuff for this movie too. I wonder if he did the beginning of this movie. Oh, but I will because it's really good. <laughs> and and he made the, some fun ass movies. Yeah, he made, I, I mean, in the seven minutes we got for free on YouTube. Yeah, I'm like, hmm, because yeah. like, this seems like a totally different movie, great direction, great blocking, great, great character development. I would have loved to have seen this as its own separate movie between Scorpion and Sub-Zero going into Mortal yeah. Kombat and the other stuff, because apparently... It's like Wolverine Origins. It's like you want the opening of that movie to be the whole movie, but it wasn't. It's, well, it's, it was, it was, it was <laughs> over way too quick and the rest of it sucked. Ron Howard, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. But uh, but, but yeah, it, it's so crazy because I, I really like like uh, uh, Scorpion as, as like my Scorpion's my favorite character since the '90s, son. Um, and yeah, I and I think here. yeah, I, I I love that they retract that by the way. That was great, and I like the yeah, dynamic between he, between him and Sub Zero. It was weird that they just called their names out. Like when Shang Tsung is talking to Sub Zero, Lana, he's just like, "Go behind. I'm not behind. I am Sub Zero." <laughs> What? That's what you wrote, Greg Russo, screenplay writer, and then he said, "I am no longer behind. I am Sub Zero, Greg Russo. We need to have a talk, bud. If you want to come on Butt Smash, want to come on Rogue Wave, if you want to DM me on Twitter, bro, I need to know what happened to the studio. Be like, hey man, Greg, I see what you're writing here, but uh, just write in that he says his stupid video game name. (laughs) Same thing with with, with Scorpion at the end. I am no longer. I am. I am Scorpion. I'm like." Wouldn't it be great if the story built to that moment and it actually had meaning when he said that no, instead of right. just saying it? That's asking because... too much. Yeah, I think that's the, that. Much. That is the overall problem I have with this movie. It was like they did it because they, they did just it. Just didn't care. There was no yeah. payoff in any of this. It was just nope. like cool. Uh, they're fighting, and yeah. now he's a wall of ice. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so, ending thoughts and uh, and your rating for this movie. Now, now the rating. Let's see here. Would you recommend someone go out safely during this uh, this time uh, to go play full price in theaters? Would you recommend them trying to get a password from someone to watch it on HBO, or would you be like, uh, you can kind of skip this one based on your uh, you know your thoughts in the movie? I would say steal your friend's password and watch it while you're folding laundry on Sunday <laughs> when it's raining. 
I like it. That's okay. Like it. That's a good time to me. Like that's that's not a bad thing necessarily, but don't don't pay to see it if you don't have to. Chris, uh, I unless you really like Mortal Kombat as a video game, skip the shit. Skip it. Skip don't even it. bother. Don't even bother asking your friend for a password. I don't care if you don't have to pay for it. Don't waste your time. Oof. Casey. Uh, I say go for it. I mean, what else is coming out, right? That's all I'm saying. Go for it in the theater, HBO, where you're listening oh, to the, the parameters. Okay, sure. okay. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't see this in the theater. I wouldn't see anything in the theater. I live in New York. Like, we live in terrible times. <laughs> I'm not about that. Oh, so. man. Imagine the people in Texas and Florida. Oh, man. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I would say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree with, uh, with, with Jay. You know, like it's like it's a Sunday afternoon, you're doing laundry or you're putting something in the air fryer and you've got it on in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just there you go. There's your uh, your your Mortal Kombat. You know what? Like I agree with uh, Rurutu and Chat. Watch Invincible instead. Watch something good. Watch something yeah. Good. Yeah. And with that, we're going to take a very short break and we're coming back. We're going to talk about the PlayStation State of Play and some other things when Button Smash returns. Hi, this is Michael Dolce, host of the Rogue Wave Podcast. If you like comics, movies, TV, pop culture, and want inside access to the creators behind it, then you've come to the right place. Join us every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, streaming live on Facebook.com slash Podcast and Twitch.tv slash Podcast. New episodes available on all major podcasting apps immediately following the live stream. Rogue Wave Podcast, the frequency for all things pop culture and the disruptors behind it. on guys in here out there what's up everybody watching live here listening on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, everywhere you can listen to us thanks for tuning in and listening all right in the second part of the show here we've got uh, some interesting news everybody playstation had Ooh. a state of play that really highlighted the next ratchet and clank game coming out in the playstation 5 and damn does this thing look like like a like a graphics and stress test for the playstation 5 system damn they're like yo what can what, what can the ps5 do so sony's like we need a game that could really make this thing sound like it's a 747 taken off so uh chris uh what are uh, what do we see here i am so freaking excited for this game so like uh i actually didn't know the state of play was going on until all of a sudden i checked youtube i was like oh my gosh it's a state of play and it's about ratchet and clank so i caught a little bit of it i'm gonna check, watch the whole thing later um but this game looks so good like this is this is what next gen should be there's so many things happening happening on screen um we got we got like more details about it like in kind of the plot as you end up in another dimension um where everything's like slightly slightly different um and it, it looks like you're not just going to play as ratchet but also um his there link well no, you play as clank uh, no, uh, <laughs> there, there's, 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 there's a new lombat and her name is rivet Rivet. I was gonna say it's some it's something like mechanical sounding. Yes, uh, Rivet. Uh, you know, picks up Clank and, and goes on. So uh, I am kind of curious to see how that happens. But oh my god, like one thing I like about Ratchet and Clank is that the worlds are very linear. Like I like linear games. I like to be brought through a tailored experience. Um, but these the levels that you have, like from start to finish, like they're a little bit more loose than your like Crash Bandicoot, where it's it's very like obviously you start at the beginning and you go to the end and you like can never really go back. Um, 
but there definitely is that driving force forward. However, like the world that you're walking, you're walking through actually feels much more lived in than like the early PS2 games that just felt like, oh, cool. This is, you feel like you're playing through a level um, where this feels like an actual world that you're, you're walking through. And it looks absolutely gorgeous. Like even the, the Ratchet and Clank remake that they did for PS4, um, looked great and this just takes it to a whole other level i am super pumped june 11th cannot come soon enough it, it looks absolutely insane i mean just when they do like a pan out and you see like the the city and the sky and then the, the narrator for the uh, the game developers like yeah this thing is gonna push your playstation 5 and it looks gorgeous and one thing about ratchet and clank is uh not only do you have these like incredible weapons that, that are really uh carefully thought out and very interesting to use but you also have like a, a nice little story nothing too deep but you know something to follow along with i remember playing the um the the uh, re, like the revamped version for playstation 4 where they're like mm -hmm. oh it's a story that you know in love but we're doing it for like like the current gen and that was really enjoyable to see this thing on the playstation is that the 5. one that's supposed to be based on the movie other way around yeah the movie's based on uh, it uh yeah well kind of so they so what it is it's a remake of the the first game however the gimmick of this one it, it's like the visuals are much more like the updated visuals from the movie but the gimmick of this one is that captain quark is narrating what happens um so like his his uh point of view is a little bit different which is how they explain like some of the differences between the original and this one um so it's it's pretty fun. The movie was kind of trash. I didn't really like it that much, which is, I was bummed about. And, and um, I think about the movie was like, wasn't it like like also like all the cutscenes from the game or something? Yeah, I mean, for, for the uh, well, <laughs> no, that's they, smart, they added a couple more elements, but for the most part, it it kind of was. Um, and one thing I will say about like the story. So the the PS3, um, the Ratchet and Clank Future Games, uh, Tools of Destruction, Crack in Time. And there was another one I can't remember. That was like two other smaller games. Um, that oh, Quest for Booty and Into the <laughs> Nimbus. Those, ah, um, those were those actually had like pretty like pretty good stories. Like especially Kraken Time. Like Kraken Time has definitely like one of the best stories. So I am excited to see like them go back to okay, this is um, they can do a new story because when they did that that remake, they're retelling something they already told before. Um, this with a little bit more, more detail. So I am excited uh, for you know Ratchet's quest to to find more Lombaxes in the universe. Yeah, especially if you got a sexy new lady Lombax. All right, so uh, on to the next. Thing. <laughs> She's already been looted. Um, so moving on, uh, IGN buys Hummel Bundle. Holy crap! What? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The, well, I, there's some hotly contested stuff if it's IGN or just the parent company. But what originally drew me to it was that they said that there was a cap on the amount of charity donation that they're able to give. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily a new development or it's a new development. It's always been that way, but it's like 15%. That's it. Just a clean 15% of the total. And I'm like, Hmm, like the real charm of Hannibal bundle, other than their ability to pretty much let anybody get sponsored by them, including our very own booster, Greg. At twitch.tv slash booster Greg. Hey, um, the boy. You got to plug him. Uh, the, the real charm of it was, you know, other than everybody being a part of it, was it's for charity. Um, you know, and you could, you could angle the way that your purchase went and how much you wanted to pay or donate, you know, in, in any way, shape, or form. And I thought that was really neat. I mean, you know, it's also a great deal on a bunch of really cool indie titles most of the time. Um, and I, I think, I don't know how much like newsy traction this actually got 
I only saw it from like a a tweet that had maybe something like four thousand like likes or no. There, there's some good buzz about it. Uh, uh, Twitch's main okay. gaming channel was 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 talking about it today, actually. Okay, all right. So so I guess my optics were just a little off, but um, I wasn't sure how big of a deal it was. I just know that I was like, you hate to you hate to see any time something shady comes out about anything remotely charitable. Um, but I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I bet you, like, Microsoft probably has their own policies about stuff. Um, I don't know why, if they're going to buy something that's based off of charities, they wouldn't, like, adjust that. Um, and you're right, like, the whole idea behind Humble Bundle is that you're, it's a it's a charitable, charitable contribution. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I also feel like the quality of Humble Bundle, like, the things that they offer as well, like, there hasn't been so, any really good ones in a while. Um, so I'm wondering if like that organization as a whole has kind of strayed from um, their uh, their initial starting charity work right. from there. Um, and like some of that probably goes to like, you know, give to the developers for and, and publishers uh, for like the right access to their games to put it on there. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, it, 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 it does little bad taste in your mouth. But yeah, yeah. But if you're uh, going to buy a game and it's on there and it's going to be charitable, do it anyways. Yeah. But uh, things that do love a good taste in your mouth, uh, there's an old game that got something that people have been asking for for a long time. It looks like uh, Mario Party now has online. Say old game as if the game isn't two years old. But like, <laughs> yeah. That's old. It. All right. It's two years. I, I mean, I guess, yes, technically it's an old game. But I mean, if you, I mean, if you had a piece of bread that was two years old, I mean, would you not be like, this is an old piece of bread? <laughs> This is it for McDonald's? Did it, did it definitely not decay yet? <laughs> and also, they're they're adding online play to a game that came out two years ago. Like that's that's kind of unheard of. It wasn't like they released it and were like, "All right, online play is coming in like a few months." It was like they released it. It was only uh, only like couch co op, and then yeah. two years later they go, "Oh, by the way, now you can play with friends." Um, so weird. I, so odd. I just beat this game. Really? really? Yeah. Like, I've completed everything in it, and I'm like, okay, cool. I got all the characters, did all the little fun shit. I'm happy that it's going to be online. Like, I'll play mm-hmm. with some people online. That's cool. Is it good? But, I want. That's yeah. the one thing I want to know. I haven't played this version yet. I yeah, am, no, I I'm, I'm, is, I'm d- like, d- definitely down to, to get in and have, a, like, a Mario Party thing thing going down. Because it's, uh, I think it's, I believe it's four players online. I think Ooh. so, yeah. And they have, yeah. like, a dance thing that you can do as well, or, like, the rhythm-based games and stuff. Like, that. that those are pretty fun. Um and it's an intense workout too, you know. It's it's like when I first got the Wii, and I was sweaty playing video games. <laughs> <and I was> like, <laughs> Mario parties have always been fun and friendship ruining games. <laughs> That's true. Uh, speaking of games, we're going to dive into because we're running out of time. Uh, what's everybody been playing, uh, Chris? Uh, I've been playing Clone Hero. Uh, I got it set up. I. I, I like recently heard that this was a thing um that like some open source company made a version of basically guitar hero um that you can download uh the different songs and the charts to to play through um and it's funny because basically everything that i went and found and downloaded um like i've at some point i bought on my own like i still have all my guitar hero and rock band and dlc like i've spent a couple hundred dollars on on these games like easy I had a lot of DLC, uh, but I've been, I like my rhythm games, man. I, uh, I just want to just 
want to go back to playing some guitar. Although I really want, I really want them to add drum support and now get the the drum set up on there. <laughs> uh, apparently, there is something that that it is it is coming um, that they are going to be adding some drums there. And if that's the case, I might have to reassemble my drums that are sitting all you know crumpled up in, <laughs> in my closet. More. But there are like people make custom tracks for this, like that are insane. Like the whole idea, like some of them are like carpal tunnel playlists that they call them uh, because <laughs> it's just like nonstop insane things. Um, I uh, I enjoy these. I'm like definitely like a medium player. Uh, I think my sweet spot is like the the mid like three star level songs that are just like really fun. I'm um, some of the fours, but um yeah, I am excited to play. Are, a are bit you playing more. with the with the Guitar Hero controller? Yeah, so uh, it actually works with most of the Guitar Hero controllers. Uh, you, you have to just pair it to the computer. Unfortunately, I'm using a uh, Rock Band Four PS4. Uh, controller which um there actually isn't support for the tilt uh or the whammy bar so i'm kind of missing some what? of the functionality yeah so basically i can't activate the the like score multiplier stuff um which is kind of a bummer and every time i get like hold a long note i definitely reach for the whammy bar i'm like why am i doing this it's not actually doing anything <laughs> this is awesome um, I, 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 still... I, I i really miss like the guitar hero type of games and just just watching like the uh the the, the lanes go down in this video we have here live viewing it's I'm, freaking I'm, hypnotic yeah i'm like i'm like following along with my fingers i'm like oh man i used to I'm, like i love... am too right now <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like blue red lee yellow yeah <laughs> this just like reminded me so much of like 2007 2008 right and me Absolutely. sitting in my friend's basement like a little uh red-eyed if you will uh just playing uh <laughs> you know message in a bottle by the police yeah and, like, dude you know, that, 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 that has some of like, the best and most like f- fun riffs that make your hand just go oh, all over yeah. the guitar dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. Like, it's so good dude i remember i remember like but, but like uh back in the history real, real quick of uh of like busting it out at like an actual like like college party like people would come over <laughs> yeah. uh, for friends or friends or friends would come over and then off in the corner like i would have it like set up and then because it's music you know like we had like a speaker system just to set it up and some people come in and be like wait what is that what are they what's going on over here it's like a whole you know the, we have the drum set the two guitars the microphone everything so it just turned into like the drunken karaoke and uh and oh yeah music players awesome are you i was I, definitely that guy that showed up that showed up with my ps3 and uh, <laughs> all the things i was that <laughs> asshole that's awesome the guy with the duffel bag that showed up. <laughs> oh yeah it was it, it was it was always a crowd favorite people had no idea what it was were like can i play this like what's <laughs> yeah, I, 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 thought, I thought i came in for some beer pong but I, you got you got some guitars and a drum set what's going on <laughs> i worked at a circuit city way back when uh circuit kids city. ask your parents what a circuit city is before i got snapped um, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah i uh they i remember when that first came out man and they set that up as like a demo and like i would just ignore so many customers just playing that game with my shirt <laughs> with my circuit city badge on and everything like yeah, can I get can I can you help me find some DVDs or whatever? Or help me put this car audio stuff. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hold on, Freebird solo coming up right now. I'll be right there. Yeah, I'll be there in nine minutes. Yeah. Oh, Anyways, awesome. I, I'm excited about it. Um, I and I also, I feel like, you know, I own. I have bought like again these. Uh, these game of oh, these like songs before so like technically i have like a license floating around for them i don't know what like the legality of having that like i feel like all the stuff I, i've downloaded um is things that i've had before so i feel a little better about it but like mm, we're cutting this part out <laughs> <laughs> i'm not involved yeah. not involved anyways but I, i'm surprised that uh, yeah that this is that is it's so, like it's apparently it's a super popular thing too so i'm surprised like i haven't heard about it before um or no one shut them down uh, so but Same. whatever I, i'm gonna enjoy i'm enjoying them we'll look, be looking more into this uh casey what you got going on <laughs> i have been playing finally as if i couldn't sing its praises enough having not played it hades Hades nice. on the switch 
Um, it was a crowd favorite of the Game Awards. It won Dice's Game of the Year, I think, or Indie Game of the Year. One of the, one of those. Um, it did. This game but, was uh, it was Game of the Year. Yeah, this game okay. is awesome. It is. It's phenomenal. It's an isometric roguelike dungeon crawler. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. It's you know it's made by the Bastion people, so you know it's quality. Bastion. It's it's fun. Um, I've been playing it on my work commute now that I, uh, I'm sorry to say, have kind of moved past Animal Crossing. Wow. Yeah. What? The updates to that game are insubstantial, man. It it's took the PlayStation yeah. 5 for, this should be like a commercial. PlayStation 5 it makes you forget about Animal Crossing. PlayStation, yeah, PlayStation 5 killed it for me. Although that being said, I mean, I, again, I am playing, um, I am playing Hades on Switch because I do need to take it on the go. Because those bus ride commutes from Joyzy into the city are... Oof. Know, oh, man. Gotta keep yourself entertained. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I love it. I recommend, I mean, if you haven't gotten it already, if it hasn't already been recommended to you, by all means, you should pick it up. Nice. Uh, Jay, what you been going on? I haven't played a game this week. But, I mean, I did open up Rust. That's like not me playing a game. That's the lifestyle, <laughs> you know. So I opened up Rust and I'm, you know, on my breaks and stuff like that and quick little like hour long sessions. I'm just I'm just base building, you know, trying out different things, trying to figure out how to secure my shit when I actually get loot. But again, I didn't play any games. Didn't the loop. Didn't the loop. Same here. All right. Uh, that's all we have for uh, everyone. Everyone's been playing. Uh, we got some free games to let you know about. In the Epic Store, we have Idle Champions of Forgotten Realms. On PlayStation, we have Wreckfest. Uh, <laughs> Drive Hard, Die Last. Stupid. Uh, Battlefield V. Also stupid. Uh, Stranity. <laughs> like the, the, the new little Battlefield it has some, some good updates. But, oh, man. With the, going, going back to World War One and World War Two again. It's like, come on, guys. Let's, let's come on. And Stranded Deep. All right, guys. That's all the time we have for this episode of Button Smash. Thank you all for been tuning in live here on Twitch.tv. We are Rogue Matter. Listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Everywhere you listen to a podcast. When you're on your way to work. While you're. Uh, socially distancing, uh, listening on your on your way to the grocery store while you're putting stuff in, in your air fryer. Just got an air fryer, so I keep mentioning it. Uh, while you're not watching Mortal Kombat, uh, anything in between. Thank you, guys. We uh, will see you next time, or we will see you another time.